there's a big white button that I just pressed, and now it turned red. Okay, I've never hit that button before, so... <laughs> All right. Oh, we're episode 34, right? Or did you... Yep. No, we're 33. Uh, yeah, I changed it. I changed okay, it to okay. 33. 30. Never yeah. mind, never mind. Let's don't, do it live. Don't, don't, don't get ahead of yourself. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Welcome to Two Nerds. Maybe more with your host, Michael Sarsensi. And Martin Larsen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 33 of Two Nerds, Maybe More. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, today is Marty. Marty, how are you doing this weekend? I am doing pretty good, Michael. I mean, it's not like, you know, life is busy and have a lot of work and stuff like that. Uh, So, you know, it's just a a lazy Saturday. It's fine. Life is Um good. I tend to disagree. I think I've been very busy. As as the kids would say, I've been hella busy, okay? Whoa. Yes, a lot of things are going on. Some not so good, some good. So, you know, there's a lot of life stuff going on. But otherwise, hmm. it's, a, it's another week in the books. And I'm glad to be here on a Saturday morning talking about all the nerd stuff. Cool. Cool. All right. So yeah. let's jump into this right away. I think I let you go first last time, right? I don't remember that. I don't either, but I'm going first today. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, I watched a movie the other night, and it's a movie that I haven't seen in a very long time, and it's The Addams Family. Yay! Yes, I love The Addams Family. And ah, I need to rewatch that. I had to talk about it today because I really wanted to put it in my horror podcast, but mm. I was like, mmm it doesn't quite fit with the theme of the podcast because the podcast focused mainly on like horror, not Halloween themed, you know? Mm. So I can't talk about like the Hocus Pocus, Beetlejuice, the Adams family. I mean, it's your your podcast, Michael. You could do whatever you want to. Yes. But at the same time, there's, you know, there's always going to be at least one person, probably myself. If I was in the other I would be the one that's like, um, you said this was a horror podcast and the Adams Family's not scary at all. Um, but I love the Adams Family. I think that the actors that they chose to play every role within those two films, like the Adams Family and the Adams Family 2, I forgot what that one's called, where the kids go to camp. Uh, I think that they just do it so perfectly and it's still awesome. I still love it. It's it's great, the Adams family. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's such a long time since I've seen it. it and then didn't they didn't they like make a remake or a new version or something recently? Like, I I, I remember it either being like CGI heavy or maybe animated or was it a live action? I don't remember. So animated, a, right? Yeah, it's an animated version. I have not seen it, no, so I have I have no opinions on it. Like, um. It, I think it went like straight to Netflix or something like that. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. I don't but... know. I, I, I remember at some point my girlfriend and I wanted to go to the cinema, and mm. it was and that was an option that apparently only I wanted to to <laughs> to push you. Uh, so so yeah, but I don't remember when it was. But I did have the chance to watch it in the cinema, but but I didn't sadly. Okay, so it's not on Netflix. I just checked, um, but. You know, I might check it out because I actually really like The Addams Family. Mm. Uh, I don't have much experience with the really old show. I don't know if you no. ever watched the old no. one. Uh, no, I, a, I just remember yeah. the song from from the, the movies. From what are, they, what are they from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when are they from? Nineties, two thousands? Um, these movies, I believe they are nineties. Nineties, right? Yeah. Yes. Let me just double check this real quick. Um. Uh, Via the good old fashioned phone, yeah. The first one's in '91, yeah. so the second one's probably just a few years after that. 
Yeah, I, I remember growing up and uh, watching it, and I think they made a game for it as well, or something like that. Oh. I remember <laughs> that I, I played something. It m- might have been just a silly platformer or something, but I, I, I do think there was an Adams Family game as well around that time. I mean, if it was the movie was in '91 and the game was around that time, then probably yeah, it was everything was platformers around then, <laughs> unless they made an Adams Family RPG game that just went off the rails. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember think it like they that. Did. <laughs> All right, so there you go. The Adam family, check it out, everybody. Staying in the the horror area, well, we just said that Adam family isn't horror, but that's. I mean, you're usually the one who brings in horror, so no, I, now I will do it. I don't remember if I actually brought it up on the show, but I actually recently, like within the last few weeks, watched Event Horizon. Now I don't think that we've talked about this, and this is the one with uh, Sam Neill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On a spaceship and stuff happens. And apparently production went crazy and uh, that's why the movie ended out as it did. Um, But it's... I mean, I remember when I watched it the first time, I just had such a uneasy feeling or something like that uh watching it and i, I mean uh, it, it still had its moments it's definitely gotten a few years uh, now mm-hmm. it's, it's a few years old but it's still kind of creepy and disturbing and uh yeah it, it's it's definitely it's definitely it still works it's a it's a cold classic now correct me if i'm wrong it has been a while since i've seen this and as i hmm. remember it there's some sort of like alien parasite or something that kind of like gets into the mind it's a de- de- it's it's a demon basically oh, okay, they're, okay. Bas- they're basically sort of saying that they, they made a connection with hell whatever ah, that is so, okay okay yeah. they, uh, it's like an interdimensional type movie yeah 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 there's even people who are like making uh, connections even though it, it's two different uh, movie companies that made them but uh, that you could you could make a connection to um oh what's it called hell hellraiser oh okay yeah clive barker yes hellraiser mm. um Okay, so you brought it up. I have to talk about this because I posted a video about this. It's not related to Event Horizon, but it's related to your connection between two different films. Mm. Um, I don't know if you watched it, but I posted a video on Discord about Mm. Mary Poppins and it being at least like the same type of creature. Yeah. Now, did you watch the video at all? I didn't watch the video. I I did see that you posted it, and I and I actually I, I wanted to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Uh, but okay. it it, so- it sounds like fun. <laughs> it is surprisingly really well done, mm. and it, the connections that they make are actually very uh, closely related. It actually makes sense the way that they present their argument. There are a few things that maybe don't quite fit, but if you know about the greater Stephen King Cosmos. Mm. The idea is that there's like two really evil entity, or there's like an evil entity and a good entity. And at least within Stephen King's It, the evil entity is represented by the at least visually to the kids clown. And mm. that's an evil entity of the cosmos that has landed on Earth. And the good entity is represented by a turtle. Mm-hmm. And you see references to it, but it's never really discussed. And the idea is that Mary Poppins might be a embodiment of the turtle and be the extra, like the good cosmic entity, while somebody else theorized that it might actually be the flip side of the entity of it, that Mm. maybe uh, it was sliced in half like it was like separated from itself and the good part is Mary Poppins and the negative part is the is it itself while some may say that almost like monsters inc where like once they realized that laughter was more positive than screams that they started mm-hmm. using laughter that perhaps it is like a precursor to Mary Poppins and that it is before it discovered that positive things were better than negative things for energy and Mary Poppins is the later form of it turning to a different uh, lifestyle. So <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous in very good ways. I mean, 
I love good theories like that if you actually if you can back them up with some good uh, you know knowledge about the the universes and stuff yes. like that that are based in then I, I I don't mind it I think I find stuff like that fun uh, I definitely want to watch that video uh, I just didn't get around to do it um, so yeah I love good theories like that I, so yeah yeah definitely check love it out it. it's a good time it's a good time cool <laughs> all right well I guess I'll I'll keep the train rolling on this kind of uh, darker path because I was playing a game recently called Alice Madness Returns. Now, this is the sequel to American McGee's Alice. And I don't know, have you played any of these games or nope. seen anything about them? Nope. Not, not, not mentally something I can remember right now, no. Nope. <laughs> okay, so everyone has pretty much seen Alice in Wonderland, the original. The drug and field trip that is Alice in Wonderland, the original Disney movie. And this is a very dark take on the idea of Alice in Wonderland. The first game essentially sees Alice witnessing her parents dying in a fire. Mm. And she slipped into this mental state where she's at an asylum. And people are trying to help her, but she can't seem to find her way back and she ends up going into Wonderland, which has devolved into this negative space because of her her headspace. Mm. Because of where she is mentally, Wonderland is affected. And the first game is her trying to get to a certain point where she can leave the asylum. And Alice Madness Returns picks up after the first game, and she is out of the asylum, but she is still seeing a doctor. And the doctor is not exactly the best influence, the doctor is trying to suppress certain memories and simply dismiss them and say, get rid of them, suppress them. They, they mean nothing to you. Get rid of them. But she is slipping further and further into her subconscious throughout. And she once again finds her way to Wonderland, which is twisted and dark. And the characters that we know from the original movies are there, but they are very twisted the Cheshire cat is not simply this chubby cat that is saying funny things, but rather it seems to have its own agenda with sharp teeth and manipulative uh, type statements that occasionally will lead you down a wrong path. So this is definitely a, for its age, it's a beautiful game. It looks mm. great. Even today, I was playing it on PC, and I was looking at it. I'm like, this looks really good. It does have some hiccups given the time that it came out. I believe this was a like PS3, Xbox 360 game. Mm. So if you're familiar with those type of games, you're going to have those type of issues. But overall, it feels good. It plays good. The voice acting is top-notch. It just it hits the mark on so many different levels. And I wish that it was... Uh, more widely known so that hopefully we could get something else within this universe so it's a it's a hidden gem i think so yeah it's an action platform game by the way uh definitely in the vein of those old school style platformers where you gain items you use them to kill certain enemies and you're swapping between them back and forth to kill certain enemies and platforming jump double jump float <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time it's a good time i definitely suggest that people give it a shot it's on origin for about 18 dollars, i think mm. uh, 17.99 us dollars so definitely check your origins and see if it speaks to you so we won't get tom to play it um he might play it like it does seem it, like it, it it's could an be origin we won't he get doesn't tom do origin it. no he doesn't. i knew he doesn't do epic but it, it's ea it's ea he doesn't do it. all right yeah it's ea but I mean, I think that you're missing out on a lot of games if you don't play things from other companies, but Tom is, like has his own Sims. agenda. Like The Sims, Michael. Like The Sims. Um, Sure. Go ahead. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of The Sims, I have been playing something completely different. It's <laughs> called The Division 2, and um, I played this when it came out. I played Division 1 as well. Uh, it, it doesn't have, like... It's a good game. I like the universe, but... It haven't had the best track record. Let's mm -hmm. just put it that way. Um, and the Division Two when it came out, I bought it straight up. Uh, I played through it. And I was like, you know what? I don't really like Washington that much um, compared to New York and running around in New York. So I wasn't still like good gameplay. I I I, I still liked it, but it, that was nothing that's really keep me hooked. But since you know. 
since um, that little game that I play has been delayed, World of Warcraft, the expansion has been delayed indefinitely. Um, well, at least later this year. Um, I've been like, all right, let's let's find something new to play. So I decided to find something old to play, apparently. <laughs> for that, that's because how it works, apparently. So I jumped into The Division 2. Uh, huge revamp of the game. There's Season 2 out. Well, Season 2 is basically over almost. Season 3 is coming up very soon. But So that means that you can buy uh, Season 2 to a little bit cheaper priced. So I... I Jumped into the game and I really liked uh, what I saw and, and saw that there was this new season. So I actually bought it uh, just to try it out. And oh my, you go back to New York in season two. That's oh. a whole, whole, I think it's maybe, I might be wrong about this because my knowledge about New York is not super great, but I think it's lower Manhattan. Maybe uh, that is the area. No, no, no. I, I think, I think that's what it is. Um, and I don't know. I just I really really like the world. I really really like New York uh, as as a as a as a stage for for this game, and it works really well. And and you're on a manhunt to find the protagonist of the first game because he actually gets away in Division One. And since we were in Washington, we were like, so what's going to happen with this guy? There's like a lot of unfinished business there, and mm-hmm. um, and and we actually we, we get we get the chance to to uh, um, you know finish the business. I won't spoil it if you if you do, but I will say that you know it, it ends on on an interesting uh, you know thing, interesting place. Um, so I'm looking forward to see what, what what what's going to happen in the future with the game. But anyway, Division Two Season Two because and since it's almost over and I'm jumping in now, there's so much to do, <laughs> Michael. It's like crazy because there's a lot of you know story bits that come out that has come out over the uh, the months there's like specific game modes and stuff like that um it's so much fun i really really enjoy what they have done with the game over over the past uh, few years it, it's so good right now really really enjoying it they they have been looking a lot to diablo at least or and the likes of, of diablo mm-hmm. they have um like paragon points sort of type deal right now where every time you level up after max level uh, you get to play some points into to use some of your stats um they even have something that isn't it's just in beta now it's not officially out out but uh, hardcore mode so when you die you're dead oh. uh yeah and you need to make a new character and stuff like that so um so yeah they have really been looking at Diablo and the likes for a lot of the stuff, and I'm just really, really enjoying it, Michael. And I can, I could keep talking about it. There's <laughs> even like something called like an investigation mode where you get dropped into a huge area, and then you need to basically investigate. So you you you, you get like, a, uh, you know, a, a, a task that's like, well, something is happening with the computers here. Find out what. Then you need to find computers and hack them, and then you you get attacked and fend them off, and then you finally hack them, and then oh, there's something going on over there but you don't know where there is you need to find it and look on maps in the like maps on the wall sort of Mm. type deal and things like that really really cool there's so many great things in the game i'm really really enjoying my time and i'm i'm sort of like at a point right now where i'm considering to um to to postpone playing watchdogs that is coming out in in two weeks just to keep playing the division two um um, so yeah it's good it's good (laughs) I, I like it. I'm happy. <laughs> I, I noticed that you're playing it, and actually, you're playing it fairly late last night too. I think it was like four o'clock my time, and I see that you were still on Discord playing, and I'm like, "Whoa, he's pulling a, a late night here." I was. I was. <laughs> I've never. I've never played the Division or the Division Two. I mm. think that. Um, I think it fell into that looter shooter category, and at the time, I think I was into Destiny. Yeah, and I was like, I can't add another game to my plate, another one of these like infinite grind type games. So <laughs> I never delved into it. I think I might have it, but I've never really played it. Mm. I'd have to double check on that though. Yeah, I definitely think that right now is a good time to, to jump into it if you're interested in it. Obviously, because you know there is a lot of stuff to do. Uh, I even think that if you buy the the, the second season, you get a boost as well mm. to to uh, thirty. So, so you only have to level the last, uh, the new ten levels, 
um, up to 40. So it, it's a good time to start. I think it feels like the game is in a really good state, at, at least for the a little bit more casual player like me. I don't know how it is when you want to go hardcore grinding mode into it, like some people do. Um, but but no, I, I'm really enjoying my time. Cool. I might I might look into that um, because I'm still playing Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Um, I'm in a weird spot with Dead by Daylight right now where I'm still continuously playing it, but there are certain things that are starting to kind of grind grind on me a little bit, and it's not the game necessarily. I mean, it could be attributed to the game, but it's mainly like the players. Mm. Um, I've been stuck in so many matches where people will disconnect because they don't like the way that like things are going. Um, and if I am a survivor and I'll, I'll give this situation. So I was playing the other day and there was a killer and I was doing pretty well. I didn't get hooked once. I didn't even get hit once the entire game. And we got all of the generators done. And because they have one perk, one perk attached, which is, or is it? Yeah, it's a perk. Yeah, so perk. It's called no ed, which means uh, no one escapes. They hit me once after all the generators were completed, and I'm instantly downed. Mm. So because of that perk, the killer finally found me and hit me once, and then camped me as they hooked me, which meant that I didn't get an escape. I didn't get any chance to escape because the killer was simply just staying by the hook the entire time so Mm. it's just there have been a lot of those cases and it just makes the game unfun to play and it gets really frustrating and then the matchmaking is kind of a bit all over the place uh when it's an even match i'm usually generally happy like if the killer does really well and i'm a survivor and i feel like they didn't tunnel me that they just did an awesome job that I'm like, okay, I'll accept it. You know, I lo- they're better player than me. They lo- Or if it was two kills, two survivors escaped, like that's an even game. But I was playing as killer and I was getting, I'm like rank eight, which is a green rank. And I was getting up against games of people in the red rank, which is the highest rank tier, like rank four, <laughs> three, twos, and ones. And there's nothing I can do against players that are at that level they're just like miles ahead of me in terms of like their skill level because they have thousands of hours put in and i'm just like i can't compete with that it makes it unfun why am i getting matched with people that are so far ahead of me in skill level it's Mm. it's pretty ridiculous um that's not saying that the game's not fun because when everything kind of matches up it's a fun game and i really enjoy playing it and there's actually been a lot less uh, negativity in the chat after game at least recently that I've mm. noticed like usually back when I first started you see it all the time people just raging in the chat but now I don't see it as much and I don't know if maybe they've cracked down on people who do that after they get reported or whatever that is but overall it's been it's been a mixed bag but the game mm. itself is still fun okay yep. yeah I mean I, I can understand the matchmaking because I, I remember when we played uh, Rocket League and we did all placement matches. It was always, to me at least, so frustrating that that in the placement you were always put in together with uh, people that were so much better than you, mm-hmm. or at least a good chunk better than you. So when you finally placed, you might have you might place fairly high in the placement, but it, it didn't feel like. It felt it felt like you lost your way there. Yeah, and you just played didn't. ten games and you won eight, or you lost eight of them and won yeah. two above. And you're like, okay, I'm like gold something, but why? Mm. Um, so so yeah, so I can totally understand when matchmaking is not good. And and with regards to the, is there a counter to that perk? Is there something? Is there something you can do to counter it, or is it just how it so is? So I think that there are certain perks. The first two that come to mind, now I'm not an expert uh, in the game, I don't memorize every perk, but mm. one of them is a perk, I forget what it's called, but after you've been downed, you can activate the perk, I think it's like once per game, where you can get back up, and then you mm. can run out. Now, yeah. the thing about Dead by Daylight is that they're perks that 
you have to earn through gameplay. Like you have to actually like find them in the web and it's random when they're in the web unless mm. it's tied to a certain character. Yeah. So I know that there's there's that one and then there's another one called uh, Decisive Strike where if a killer hooks you and then you get off the hook and then they down you again really quickly, you can activate Decisive Strike after a minute of being off that hook and it will essentially have the killer drop you and you can run. But a lot of people, at least like, I hate playing with that perk because it's generally mm. considered like, uh, I could play a game against somebody that I've been doing really well against. And then they hit me with decisive strike as I was playing fairly. And then they escape just because of that perk. Like I've had that situation where like I earned the kill but I didn't get it because Decisive Strike was there, and there's nothing as like a killer you can do to counter Decisive Strike. Mm. So it's like these perks that are kind of they're like overtuned, and there's nothing you can really do too much about it unless you have the perfect. It's almost like you have to counter the toxic with the toxic from both mm. sides. Um, yeah. I don't like raging at people that use them because it's part of the game. It, that that's what I was thinking. It it sounds like it, it's a game design issue more than it's a, a player issue. Yeah, there's like unwritten things where people like to say like, "Oh, you shouldn't use that," and blah blah blah. And I personally follow like those unwritten rules of like, <laughs> "Hey, this is how we make the game more fun for everybody that plays." Like, you don't use these certain perks unless you're trying to for certain things. But uh, yeah. for the most part, I just try to get over it. It just gets really frustrating. Yeah. Well, yeah, bring, I mean, us, that... bring us mm-hmm. into something more positive because I saw something very uh, colorful and upbeat on your end. Yes, it's a game called Overcrowd. It is a game that I just found today because I was searching for news or something we could talk about, and I just I just came upon this, and it's a, uh, a you know a building sim. Where you need to to basically build like a, a a traffic train station, whatever, and make sure that you know people can get to the trains, that uh, they can switch between trains, and uh, that they can maybe get a bite to eat, and you know, and that and make sure that it's not getting overcrowded. And it's <laughs> just, it's it maybe not. It I don't know. I'm trying to sell it, but I don't really feel like it sounds like amazing. But it looks so much fun, and I want to play it. And am I weird? <laughs> Um, no, I did. I watched the trailer for it because I was like, what is this? Let me see what he's talking about. And <laughs> it looked like it could be fun. If you like simulation games like Theme Park or uh, just any type of simulation game. I do. Like, this looks like it could be fun. You're managing the finances. You're putting shops down. You're managing the trains. And it just seems like this self-contained little thing, which could mm. be a lot of fun and just have a lot of replayability. I hope so. hope so, Michael, because I might already have bought it. <laughs> um, that I didn't do. So <laughs> I don't really have the fun to just go throwing it all over the place right now. But uh, especially with simulation games, because sometimes I buy them and then I don't play them for a year. <laughs> if it's fun, I'll, I'll buy a, a, a copy then. All right. <laughs> all right. So overcrowded. Uh, definitely give it a look. It just recently left. Uh, early access so whatever's out there is the full version right now yep all right what do you say we move on to our main topic for today let's do it all right well i don't know if i have time to do it but let's give it a try okay uh well it's your topic so i'll let you introduce it and i'll (laughs) let you take charge of it Uh, okay especially since apparently you don't have time for it yeah, well, I, I actually need to go now because I need to go back to work, so I don't have time. But no, I basically, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, how, how do you do you do anything to make room for gaming? Is gaming, how, how much is gaming part of your life? What's your routine? Stuff like that. Just to, you know, sort of let other people know uh, if they're alone or if they're a part of the club or or, <laughs> or maybe, maybe just also just compare the two of us just to, you know, just for fun, just to see how... How, how how we approach gaming so that is basically you know the overall mm-hmm. idea of it so um and also i know that that you lately have been hit by the big uh you were hit by the big pandemic happening so you had to stay home where you all of a sudden had time to work a lot and then you got back to work 
and I don't have time to work so much. So you know how 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 does that feel? So basically, I just told you what to say now or <laughs> what to answer now. So go. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have I had two different curses placed upon me. Mm. One, the pandemic hit, and I had so much time to do so many things that I put things uh, off because there was always time to do it later. <laughs> yep. So I had plenty of games that I wanted to play, but I didn't get to because I got sucked into a YouTube video watching, or I was watching <laughs> uh, Chase reacts too much, and I was watching him for like three hours instead of playing a game. But I was like, you know what? No big deal. I got time mm. later. Take care of that. And then Tuesday came around and we were playing Among Us with everybody. And then I didn't get to play the game because I went back down another YouTube rabbit hole after that. And (laughs) it was like an abundance of time that I had. And yes, I did get some good game time in, but I didn't really finish any games during that (laughs) whole entire time. And now I'm back to work and things are a bit a bit hectic because I really Mm. want to complete a game. But throughout the week, I have to balance my game time with a bunch of other things. And those are simple life things. Because if I'm in charge of cooking for the night, more than likely, I'm not going to have a lot of game time. So mm-hmm. I'm not Frost, going to... Frozen eat. pizzas, Michael. Throw them in the oven. I'm trying and... to eat semi-healthier. <laughs> <laughs> I say semi because I could never commit to like a real diet. Um, but I'm trying to like eat less frozen food and things along that that nature so well i mean you shouldn't eat them frozen michael that's what you're doing wrong you need to heat them up no no. well thanks for letting me know i thought that box was just a recommendation (laughs) Uh, cooking takes a lot of time it does cooking takes a lot of time especially if you're also going to do the dishes afterward so cooking i get home around five o'clock or so Mm. gotta shower gotta cook gotta clean uh by the time all that's done is anybody at the house that wants to talk about stuff i have a fiance apparently she wants to know that like i care about her or something and wants to talk to me so i have to have (laughs) conversations with her didn't you Uh, put a ring on it come on what more does she not want i thought it was a silence ring but no no (laughs) no so gotta talk with her maybe she wants to watch a movie or something so we watch it um, I also have podcast obligations because I started the horror movie podcast, which means that I also need to find time to watch a horror movie or a TV show to like fit that into the bill. Hmm. Uh, other live stuff, applying for apartments, which didn't work out because of stuff in my past. That's a different story. Um, I've been studying all this week for two different things. I started a Google IT course and I started... And I was studying for a written driver's exam. Even though I'm 31, I've never gotten a permit before other than the high school one. I lived in a big city, good public transportation. I had a bike that I rode everywhere, so I didn't need it. But Hmm. now I'm in California and it sucks out here and I need it. So So there's a lot of things that go in. So my game time during the week is either A, fit in small games. That's where Dead by Daylight comes in because I can do a round or two, call it quits, and I don't feel like I'm super invested. Or Mm. I put everything off and I regret it later because I didn't watch the movie in time for the podcast and I have to stay up late doing it. And I play something like Swotor where I end up playing for like three, four hours in a night, which is ridiculous (laughs) because I'll start at like seven and I'll play till 10, 11 o'clock and I'll regret it the next morning when I'm struggling to get up for work kind of it's kind of my routine during the week it's just a constant struggle to figure out should i be playing this right now i i think i will <laughs> yeah i i can only only you know say that that i, I know your struggle especially lately because I've, I've had a lot of work i'm a freelancer so i do sort of decide uh, on my own um but i'm also you know um i'm having like a fixed space in 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 in, uh, in an office with a big company that i'm uh well not big company but a company that i'm also helping out so they they and they have been having a lot of work for me lately and and um I, i've just said yes to it because you know who, who doesn't want that little bit of extra money here and there yeah. um but yeah it's just been busy as well so and and when i come home i i, I cook every day pretty much um so so it in, in my case michael it's not a time uh, a question about is it my turn 
because it's always my turn. I mean, uh, I'm there too, <laughs> but um, like I said, I'm staying with Selena's parents, so her mom could yeah. too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, and it's not actually. I do enjoy cooking, so it's not a complaint at all. I actually kind of like my my alone time in the kitchen and just just being me and and you know nobody harassing me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so so the evenings is always just a question about. Well, usually what I do is when I come home from work, I, I arrive at around five as well. I, I usually game something quick for like just you know. I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour, something like that, just to be like, hey, at least I, I managed to do that today. Uh, and then cooking and then eating and then the evenings, it varies very much. Um, I mean, at at the moment, I think my girlfriend has also been busy with work and she works into the evening. So I actually have some time there to just do my own my own stuff. So if, if I'm not doing podcast stuff then then i'll game something then i'll game something but when it comes to the weekends if we don't have plans then yeah then then i i could i i'm I'm game i'm I'm doing stuff okay (laughs) i think that one of the best things is that i don't necessarily have to worry about my fiance being upset when i'm gaming Mm. mainly because she's a gamer too so yeah. a lot of times I'll be playing a game and she'll just be playing Overwatch in the background or doing her own thing. So mm. she hasn't at least outwardly said, like, I think you're playing too much or anything no. along those lines. But mainly because I don't do the I don't have a controller in my hand. And she starts saying, like, hey, do you want to go do this? And I'm like, don't you see I'm busy? Like, <laughs> you no, know, the only time that she says something like, do you want to go do this? And I say, I can't, is if we have a predetermined thing that we are doing. Like Saturday mornings, we always, or at least Saturday morning for me, Saturday evening for you, we do mm. the podcast. So that's all set in stone. Or yeah. when we were playing Dungeons and Dragons on Sunday, I was like, nope, I got Dungeons and Dragons, so I can't do anything until after it's done. After that, we can do whatever. But yeah, for the yeah. most part, I think we have a good balance. Yeah, and I think I'm quite lucky as well that, that, that my girlfriend is not a gamer per se, but she does like to game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think she has a yeah, huge understanding that, that, you know, gaming is my hobby and, and podcasting about gaming is also my hobby and stuff like that. So she, she understands it and, and, and she accepts that also because she has her own thing that she's doing and that she enjoys doing. So, um, so, so I think we do too have a, a good balance like that. Sometimes I have to admit that, you know, the balance can, can uh, go up and down, you know. So sometimes yeah. I'm gaming a little bit more than I probably should, and other times, it, you know, it, it's it balances it out. That you know, then I, then I don't game at all. So, um, so but but so far, I think we have a pretty good understanding and, and balance with each other. That you know, th- this is what we do. This is our lives. This is this is how you. This is how we live our lives in 2020. So. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that a lot of people look at balance. And it can go a lot of different ways. But I think that if you at least let's say let's say you're single and you don't have to worry about spending time with anybody else. I still Mm -hmm. think that there's a balance that you need to strike because you still need to uh, you still need to make time for other things. Right. Like I love video games as well as much as anybody. But at the same time, I do acknowledge that sometimes you do need to get out, go for a walk, uh, just kind of. Just go do something other than it to get your eyes away from the screen a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important for everybody to kind of find that balance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know, I know that I get your eyes too, because, you know, when you're sitting in front of your computer, you're very close to the screen and you look mm-hmm. at it and, and then you need to look at something a little bit further away. So when I then do is that I go to the sofa and turn on my PlayStation. <laughs> I, was, I that... knew that I knew where that was going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how me, that's how it works, right? That that is that that's the healthy way of of, of doing it, right? Uh, not for me because I just roll my chair over a little bit and I turn the TV <laughs> on, which is bigger than my monitor. Yet I'm still the same distance away from it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was that kid like growing up that scoop back from the TV. You're gonna damage your eyes that way. And I oh. don't know if there's a correlation, but I wear contacts now. So. <laughs> well, in, in in I don't know if you, if it's something you said or you say over there as well. But when I grew up, my parents said that move away from from the television, or you will you will get uh, square eyes. Your eyes will go square. Oh, I think I've heard something so, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that, that's what we said. I mean, my eyes didn't turn square; they're still round. So I, I think it's bollocks. I don't think it has anything to do with reality. 
I will say that there are moments where like I'm playing on a weekend and mm. I never used to really be able so when I was younger I used to do this all the time where I play game for hours. Yeah. Hours at a time. And then then I started getting older and I started doing other things. Like there were work, I was going to the gym, I was doing biking or running or whatever I was doing. And it just seemed like I couldn't put in those sessions anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but occasionally I have a weekend where it's either like a Saturday or a Sunday. And I think it happened fairly we- recently when I jumped back into Swotor and I was like, holy moly, I've been playing for five hours. Mm-hmm. Like, how have I been sitting here playing for five hours? And one, I didn't get up for anything other than maybe another drink or to use the bathroom. <laughs> and two, nobody said like, hey, you okay in there? <laughs> was like, we haven't seen him for five hours. So. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, I, I, the thing is that, that I, when I was younger, I, I could definitely just do long play sessions where I, I feel like now I can't do it anymore. I, I, I feel like I, I get my eyes or something get tired. I, mm. I can definitely feel it after I got my new glasses. I can definitely feel it that at some point my eyes just get tired and I need to actually take my glasses off if I want to stay in front of the computer. Oh, I just need to get away from it and and you know move move my body a little bit so um, go outside stuff like that. So it's like so. driving for long periods of time. Uh, yeah, like you're supposed to take breaks and like exercise your eyes and stuff like mm. that. But I, I but I mean I'm I'm working in front of a computer as well. But I'm basically doing the same thing. I'm I'm basically my my work is basically gaming uh because I do uh coding so and that is sort of like a a puzzle that you need to you know it's it's a puzzle you need to 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 fix and 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 figure out how how to you know get through it uh and make it work uh, so I mean that's a just a fun parallel that, that at least I'm telling people that that is sort of what I'm doing. So I'm basically gaming as my work as well, um, and and then I get home and sit in front of a computer again. So I just think that if if I didn't, if I had a job where I was doing other stuff, I think I, I would. Where I'm not in front of a computer, I think I would be able to to when I then come home maybe game a little bit more if I wanted to because you know I. I I do spend a lot of time in front of, of that, that blue screen in front of me. <laughs> that's, that's probably why I try to get more gaming time in, is because my job is not like that. I'm not coding. <laughs> um, if I'm on the computer at work, it's usually I'm looking up kids' names. Um, I'm <laughs> looking up stuff for parents. Or Most of my job right now is just kind of running around and moving things and helping people and gathering materials and things like that. So um, definitely no coding for me. <laughs> yeah all right well it's uh what do you think do we still have time or should we just call it here for today i mean i think we can just quickly mention what we okay. did and and maybe just yeah. talk about it really really quick yeah so recently both marty and i we were part of a larger group of people all within the uh, dragon powered studios network and we got together for a Dungeons and Dragons one-offs. So this was a single adventure that we kind of sprung over two days of playtime. Roughly, mm-hmm. probably I'd say around seven hours or so, like six or seven hours. That's how long it took. And I personally had a blast playing. I love playing Dungeons and Dragons and I just kind of wish that I had uh, more Dungeons and Dragons to play like I'm one of those where I want to eventually be like on the front page of Nerdist and be like this guy's played the same adventure for like eight years straight like with the same group of people and they play every week mm. uh, um, I love Dungeons and Dragons and you were there how, how did you yeah. feel about the adventure when I play a game I really prefer people to follow the rules because then it's fun for everyone. Everyone is on the same page playing by the same rules. Yes. When it's Dungeons and Dragons, obviously there is a basic rule set that you have to follow, like, you know, the dice and stuff like that. But besides that, I find it so much fun that you could try and, or at least, you know, try and bend the rules to your advantage or do other things. And we have... At, at least one person in the group that is definitely doing that where his character feels so like 
absent-minded sort of <laughs> and just doing weird stuff like running at a monster with a blanket on fire and you know things like that and it's just stuff like that is so much fun it's so much fun when <laughs> because you can because you can you know try bend the rules at least if you know the, the game master allows it and stuff like that yeah. so um so it just made it so much fun i think we had a good group of, uh, a good group of people um where there is both the the i, th- I feel like we have a spectrum f- between people who play maybe a little bit silly all the way over to people who play it like almost 100% by the rules i, I feel like we have the whole spectrum and it it makes it just so much fun uh, that you know there's so many different kinds of characters and people in it yeah, I'm I'm definitely one of those I play by the rules type, like even within Dungeons and Dragons. Um I think that there's still a lot of maneuverability within the rules. And hmm. the way I see it is that as long as you embody your character and you subtract your personal stuff from the character, then I'm hundred percent okay. Like like you mentioned, we had somebody that was eating the paper and running around trying to get blankets on fire i'm i'm like okay like if that's your character um so be it i mean he he was consistent with it and that's what i I find so cool and so much fun the the worst part about it was that he was the cleric (laughs) so i don't think right he was the cleric right yeah and i don't think he cast one healing spell Nope. <laughs> not one healing spell, but rather ate the paper, ran in front of monsters, and got blankets on fire. Tried to rekindle those blankets, <laughs> um, but it adds to it. It adds to the to the environment and things like that. Yeah. And uh, shout just, out to Sai. Shout out to Sai yeah. for putting that adventure together. I think that you did a great job. If you're listening to this, yeah, Sai from Scops versus the World. Uh, blog, uh, podcast plug right there. He's doing a World of Warcraft podcast for all you casual scrubs who need some help, <laughs> just like Sai himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I just love uh, I love D and D if you're in a good group and and what you can do inside of it and uh, that it that it's not always just so uh, you know. Uh, that if it, if it's a good GM, then then a lot of fun stuff can happen. For instance, I'm having like my uh, real life friend group. We are trying to trying to get a, a session going every month, but you know it's just getting difficult because people have kids and stuff like that these days. Um, so, but but one thing that happened was last time um, because we have a barbarian that has a tendency to just charge in and attack everything before you know uh, before assessing the situation. And I'm a retribution paladin, <laughs> um, so I'm a lot of you know. Maybe maybe not everyone is evil, you know. We shouldn't kill people who are, who still has a chance to be redeemed and stuff like that. So, but we were we were pushed into a corner, and there was a I think it was an ogre running around in the same room. He hadn't seen us yet, but he was. We had woken him up, uh, so we were pushed into a corner. So, I, so for 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 a change, I was like, all right, let's just charge in there see what happens so my character starts running into the room weapons raise and the ogre sees me and is very confused about why we are there and starts talking to us and i stop up in that moment i stop my charge and decide not to attack him and decide to try and talk to him instead and as it turned out he's just a lonely ogre that (laughs) you know didn't want to do anything any harm and he kind of didn't like the people that had invaded his place which wasn't us but the bad guys that we were after and stuff like that so we actually i mean the gm was like he actually had thought that we were going to fight it but the situation and because i was a retribution paladin just kind of arose and he he just caught it and i caught on to it and you know so we, we just ended up talking him talking our way out of it and i just thought that was so much fun that you know instead of just you know let's just go to combat every time that something different happens so so yeah fun little anecdote from my D and D life. <laughs> oh, see, I I love I like playing the character that just is like charging in, <laughs> like just running in and what like Ghibli, what are we waiting for? <laughs> runs in and just like uh, attacks. Occasionally says random things. You tell me your name, Horse Master, and I'll <laughs> tell you mine. 
<laughs> just like completely tactless about any sort of courtesy or things along that nature. I love those type of characters, but yeah. I also love those sly characters and things like that. Like I said, I just enjoy it when people truly embody their character and it does I, it's probably a personal issue, but it frustrates me beyond all means when people use like their personal life on the character. Mm. Like this is supposed to, it's not supposed to be your personal, like you're supposed to subtract that you're supposed to embody like this character, like the social economic issues within our world, at least to me, um, I don't want it reflected in that. And if it, mm. if that's the way it goes, then I'm more than likely just going to bow out and be like, yeah, that's not for me. Sorry. <laughs> that's not the type that I want to be a part of. Maybe one day we should just invite some of the D and D people we know onto the podcast and just talk about random stuff that happened while doing D and D. Yeah. You know, maybe we could like, or if we get our own game going a little bit more, more frequently, we could discuss it mm. even more as like an yeah. ongoing segment too. Yep. Sounds like a, Sounds like good ideas. Yeah, and this is all like stemmed off of just one one-off adventure, and then of course both Marty and I have played previously in the past with different groups. I think uh, mm. I think you've played before these ones I, as well. Yeah, I also played uh, not D and D but Werewolf, um, mm-hmm. which was really good fun. Was was we had a good game master there as well, uh, and then I played some not so successful uh, Star Wars uh, uh, RP as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because it was Star Wars, just because, uh, yeah, it, 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 the DM didn't allow as much fun stuff. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. If you're a DM, have them roll for it. Exactly. Everything should be allowed. Just have to roll for it. Um, but other than that, I think it's time for us to roll on out of here. So, mm-hmm. all right. So we've made it to the end of the show. And we had a lot to talk about. We had a lot of games. We had a lot of stuff. And... If you have a gaming routine that seems to work for you, if you're a worker, if you don't work, what are your gaming habits? Uh, Be sure to let us know. If you also enjoy some Dungeons & Dragons, be sure to let us know some of your favorite adventures that you've been on and maybe some of the crazy instances that you have found yourself in. Crazy players, crazy DMs, let us know. And you can do so by emailing the show at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com you can find us over on twitter at two nerds maybe more with the number two in the front or you can check out our website two nerds maybe more.com which has this episode and all of our previous episodes there for your listening pleasure i almost said viewing pleasure but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can watch the bar go up as you listen to it Yep. and Fact. also just a, a quick notice that we will be taking next week off because That's right. Yeah, just because I'm having a very late summer vacation. And I am not having a vacation. <laughs> well, you, you, you get a vacation from me, Michael. <laughs> that, uh, that probably means that I should do stuff for my own podcast, which means that I probably won't because I'll be busy doing who knows what. <laughs> um, so, yeah, next week we're off. So we will see you all the following week after that. And from myself, from Marty, we hope that you have an amazing next two weeks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. And we will catch you all in the next episode. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.